0: I'm Jack Nixon for Las Cruces Today. Here's an in-depth interview with NMHU Athletic Director Mario Mocha about the status of college football during this COVID-19 outbreak. Mario, uh, there's a poll that uh, concerns the possibility that college football will be played this coming season. There are uh, variables. Uh, Maybe it'll be played in in the spring. Maybe it won't be played at all. What do you you uh, you don't have a crystal ball but you have a lot of contacts at the top in the college football world. What can you tell us about your your uh, what do you think about this? Tell us that. Please.
1: Well, you know, Jack, there are so many factors that need to go into this decision on when to start football. Um, I find, you know, and while I understand it's a hot topic, people who opine about this really are doing it out of more opinion than science. Um, you know, obviously, um, you know, the virus is going to tell us um, a lot. Is the curve flattened? Has it gone down, etc And there's a long time in between now and I think when that final decision needs to be made. You know, the other thing is our students coming back on campus in the fall. You know, to some campuses, that's 70,000, like a Central Florida, or Arizona State. To our campus, maybe it's 14, 15, 16,000. So, um, you know, our campus is open, what are the states going to do? I think that's the biggest thing because our state or a Montana or what have you might be doing okay and open for business and maybe a Los Angeles or a Houston isn't. So, you know, does everybody have to start their um, summer camp, you know, on the same time frame so there's not a uh, imbalance from a uh, competitive standpoint? Um, and then all the local ordinance, you know, there's a lot of hullabaloo when the L.A. mayor said, hey, I don't think we're going to have events until 2021. Well, you know, I immediately got on the phone with the UCLA athletic director and had a conversation with him. Um, we'll get into details about that conversation. But, um, you know, I, I think right now I am optimistic. Um, and um, I, you know, I'm trying not to say that from a budgetary standpoint, because we sure need those by games. But I'm just optimistic, you know, from a United States of America standpoint.
0: Well, you touched on something that really is very real for New Mexico State and all college football teams, and that is the, the financial component of playing games. You know, the fans enjoy the games, but this is a real element of just about everyone in Division One's budget, a major element of it, so there's even though that's not as much fun to talk about, that's the reality of what you and your colleagues have to be dealing with.
1: Well, certainly, and you know it's interesting, Jack, when you look at the Power Five schools, you know, their concern is more the gate, right? They're having 100,000 people come in the games and the games being on television because they have these massive, you know, um, multi-million dollar um, TV contracts that they need the games on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, from our standpoint, the Group of Five, uh, independent football, you know, we're much more concerned, I would say, um, you know about about other things, and that's you know our support from the state, our support from student fees, our support from the campus. Uh, but when you start looking at football specifically, you know we're going to play UCLA for one point two million dollars, and the University of Florida for one point five two five million dollars. Um, in total, football is going to generate three point two million dollars from guarantees this year. So, you know, we can ill afford to, and that's a massive component of our budget, like those other things I mentioned. So, yeah, you're right. Um, The sport of football carries the athletic department a significant portion of the athletic department's uh, finances, you know, from a positive standpoint.
0: Well, and in line with that, you uh, are hoping, well, well, for one thing, you're in the midst of of a season ticket drive. You're alerting people to buy season tickets for the coming year. I know that the athletic department also would like, if possible, to have a couple fundraising events this spring simply because, it's, again, it's fun to have social events, but you, the, the these are fundraising events that you count on, and I know you're hoping to be able to the golf tournament locally is the one thing I'm thinking of. That's the first thing, hopefully.
1: But, yeah, that's right, Jack. You know, uh, mid-April uh, was when we had scheduled the Aggie Open. Um, you know, obviously, COVID-19 scratched those plans, and now it's uh, – rescheduled for june 18th so we're hopeful that you know golf will be able to take place back uh, then and people will be anxious to get outside and the nice thing is while you know we've already budgeted a, a figure for that about twenty five thirty thousand dollars, and uh that'll still take place in this fiscal year you know if everything goes well the other thing we have the lujan dinner that's our big annual albuquerque function uh that takes place um Um, traditionally in may we're moving that to june so we're hopeful we'll be able to 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 have that as well and that has generated you know north of fifty thousand dollars so you're looking at you know two events that you know are banging on the door of six figures um so yeah you're you're right there's some there's some critical events coming up as well Uh,
0: uh mario what uh i'm wondering what kind of response you've had to a season tickets at this point
1: you know, Jack. Uh, one of the one of the byproducts of uh, constantly, um, you know, talking to our fans, whether it's via social media or traditional email, is um, you know we, we've not really had this level of interaction with them before. You know, in the spring, we would be trying to have baseball games and softball games and tennis and golf, etc. But um, you know, I've I was very pleased that a couple of the numbers showed that the Aggie Athletic Club is. Uh, coming in higher than it was last year, believe it or not. And then football, you know, the general public renewal rate was um, only uh, negative like 3.5%, and the uh, faculty and staff renewal rate was negative like 2.5%. So the numbers are running very um, close with each other. So um, I'm pleased, you know, a lot of people think there'd be a massive drop-off, but there hasn't been this, concern, at least in the public, buying tickets that we won't have a season or what have you. Now, obviously, if anything ever happened, you know, we would refund money or if the season got pushed back, you know, we would deal with that. But I've been very pleased with how the numbers have gone along. And, you know, one of the projects we've also done um, is to try to eliminate the single seats for men's basketball in the Pan Am. We had 64 of those singles that were really wasted inventory and we've contacted virtually everybody who sat on one side or the other of the single, asked them to buy it or move some things around. And uh, so far we've sold 20 men's basketball season tickets, and I think we've moved another 10 or so, so we really have about half to go. So that's been a project that actually has brought in money and will create you know, some inventory um, in, the, uh, you know, in, the, in the upcoming basketball season.
0: Athletic Director at New Mexico State University, Mario Mocha, here on Las Cruces today. Uh, Your marketing staff has, you've been cracking the whip on them because they have come up with idea after idea just to try to keep people interested and and remind them that the Aggies are still around. uh, Nicole Sack and her staff, I think, have really worked hard for you in that regard.
1: Well, I think so, too, and it's been definitely a team effort. You know, I'll start, you know, from the broadcast side. I mean, you know, you've put uh... on twitter and other mediums you know a lot of old games you know games i love to listen to like uh... Um, you know when i was a student here in the late eighties but also you know that huge comeback against bradley the biggest comeback in the ncaa history uh... also a lot of the modern games too so fans can kind of re-listen to that when they're tooling around at home i know adam young has done some interviews with baseball players and things like that um, and then uh... charlie and his team and media relations have done some great stories. I know uh, he just put one out about uh, you know one of our former softball players that's a emergency room nurse who went over to Chicago to help with their COVID nineteen situation. And then you're right, Nicole Sack has been the star. I mean, they've done everything for kids. You know, whether it's a contest to draw pennants or T-shirts that'll be given away during the season, uh, little silly things like that high five. Uh, Thursday or whatever, where you have all the coaches and administrators kind of giving a virtual high five to each other, um, and then you know the Wild Wednesdays where she's got out and did a segment on the burrowing owls at Aggie Memorial Stadium and striking the Wonder Dog and the Roadrunner, which used to be our uh, women's uh, women's athletics mascot. So yeah, we're doing a lot of stuff, and then you know I'm emailing a lot of our donors. Um, and then we're trying to come up with projects from home that interact with our season ticket holders.
0: Sharing some time with Athletic Director Mario Mocha. Uh, A lot to do, even though there's no games, Mario. We hope that uh, business as usual resumes in terms of athletics, and we have uh, some Aggie sports to to cheer about this coming fall. I know you'll be uh, busy in the meantime. We thank you very much for taking some time today.
1: Well, thanks a lot, Jack. Appreciate
0: it. Here on Las Cruces today, we remind you that Zia Country 99.5 is the Aggies flagship station for Aggie football whenever it comes back, hopefully soon. I'm Jack Nixon.